0: Echo and Falcon join us for a dinner and movie date night. We go to see a swinger documentary loaded with some very hot sex scenes that trigger talk of our own fantasies.
1: And we're back at the sex apartment. Welcome back this time to Echo and Falcon.
2: You can't get rid of us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're like a bad rash. We just keep coming back.
2: Well, we enjoy having you. Sure. <laughs> We'd like to eventually have sex with these people again. So maybe we shouldn't associate ourselves with being a rash. <laughs> I saying, Falcon.
1: It's all curable, I'm sure. <laughs> So we just finished a swinger date where we went to dinner and actually went to a movie. This movie was Bloom Up. It's an Italian swinger film. And I thought this would be a perfect opportunity for us to come back here and discuss what we thought about this film. Because after watching it, I feel there is so much to unpack here. I'm thinking the best way to do this is more of a chronological scene-by-scene order. Uh, A little later on, we'll take a break before a big spoiler for the movie for those of you that want to watch it. By the time this comes out, we're not exactly sure where you can see it, but we will go ahead and put something in the show notes that'll give you an idea of where we can do that. Starting out, (laughs) right at the beginning, there is a very ominous scene where the lead character is tearing up slightly when asked what's happened since we filmed this movie.
2: When I saw that scene, I thought, okay, foreshadowing before we went on our date, we decided we weren't going to look up at all, like what this was about. So we just knew we were seeing a movie about a, couple that swung. We are talking about like what would be like dramatic pieces of that. Both rolled our eyes and were like, swinging is so emotionally driven. And it can cause a lot of character development within you as a couple. It can lead to tears and frustration and drama. When that scene happened, part of me was like, check, yep, here we go. <laughs> the drama. Yep,
3: I would agree. You knew that in any swinger movie, you're going to have to unpack a lot of emotion. It's not swinging. It's not just a physical act. It's not like running. You go out, you do it, you go home take a shower and go to bed
0: (laughs) but you get sore muscles in it (laughs) (laughs) truth (laughs) (laughs) i expected there to be some emotional component to this movie obviously just because that's a big part of what you go through when you start swinging
1: my first reaction was oh shit here we go again Another swinger movie where, oh, here are the horrible pitfalls and, oh, don't do this because it's so much trouble. But it quickly transitioned from the emotional moment right into what I could best describe as a club scene. Yeah. We just finished playing at a club. It's time to start getting dressed. Three women who had just seemingly met each other were discussing how much fun they had and helping each other get dressed. And it's a scene that we've all seen played out repeatedly at the club. When you finish the session and everybody's getting dressed and we're all laughing and joking around and having fun, I immediately felt, okay. I wasn't sure how different the vibe would be in Italy yeah. versus club play here. And I immediately felt, okay, cool. We might have a path here that is going to be very similar to what we're used to.
2: It felt very authentic to like what we experience. Yeah,
3: I agree. Yeah, me too. You finish a scene, a group play, and everyone has that
1: moment of, we're all friends now. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really not much more we can see. So. Very, very rarely is somebody just running out of there like, oh my God, I can't yeah. believe what I did. Mm-hmm. Right. It's usually just mm-hmm. everybody's really happy. There's joking around. There's comments of an awkward moment that might have happened.
0: I found your sock over here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, not
3: G's because he left but he does, on he the he those on yet. right. <laughs> I don't like cold feet.
1: <laughs> they kind of went in reverse order. Yeah. And they had the post cleanup scene as everybody was getting dressed. Yeah. And then almost stepped backwards into the actual play experience at the club.
0: They were showing different shots of what it was beforehand.
1: What I... Kind of gathered is that this was all filmed in a very short period of time. The camera crew was there for a little over a week, which was the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, they got right. a lot. Done. So they, <laughs> that's the a, that's camera a lot crew swinging. is here and we're going to run do with all this. Of
2: the things. That is a yeah. rock star lifestyle. And
1: <laughs> there were comments made throughout. They compared it to other times that they did something similar. So it's almost as though they took their favorite moments of the past three years of the lifestyle. And tried to recreate those moments for the camera.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: That's a good insight. I I didn't think about that. They promptly switched to the main character's everyday life at their pet food store and pet grooming place.
3: I thought they really hit that right on the mark. You knew immediately that they understood we're normal people. You don't have crazy careers. We know people from every profession across the board. You probably work with some swingers. Some swingers live in your neighborhood and you don't know
1: it. <laughs> yep. they're And they're everywhere. And there were people coming in and out of the shop. Nobody acted any different. They didn't act as though, oh, look, this is the swingers only pet food store. It was. <laughs> yeah. So customer leaves and they immediately begin planning a party. As I watch that, all I'm thinking of, this is exactly what I go through planning the pre-party.
2: I thought about you. I did. I was like, oh my gosh, this is G. I'm getting yep. a little insight into G. And
1: the, okay, I have to call all these people. Wait, who's going to fit well with the others? Yep. Yep. Okay, hey babe. Look at look at this one. What do you think, Nessa? <laughs> well I don't know. I don't think they'll get along. Okay, you're right. All right, maybe we should do this. And okay, Echo and Facon have to be there because that's they'll lead the conversation so we're good there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that where the blabber mouth says <laughs> <sets. laughs> I just said lead the conversation. <laughs> The way they were looking at the profiles, calling people that they knew who had either left certifications or maybe mentioned these couples before.
0: Kind of checking in to see how valid all of their validations were.
3: Yeah, they they talked about a couple that had a membership since almost so many years. years, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and they're like, So are these pictures this year or nine years ago?
0: Yeah, and and how old were they? Were they this old when they signed up or were they this old now?
1: Oh, wow. They're 23, but they've been on the site for 13 years. This is weird.
0: (laughs) But it's fun to see that other people go through that questioning as they're reading through profiles and looking at profiles more in depth and figuring out if these people are good matches.
3: And we actually, last night, We had the conversation um, with some other friends. Why keep nine-year-old photos for your profile? You're not fooling anybody because I am going to meet you and I am going to see you. (laughs) It was a very neat parallel that they put into that movie that there are those that they try to hide behind this online profile.
1: And come on. We're We're excessively guilty ourselves. We set the site up two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. I haven't touched the picture since. We don't take a lot of pictures. We don't update them. It's something I think we should do It's just... It's not in the forefront of my mind and right. Eh, right. The site's good enough and I feel our pictures still represent us. So I'm not too overly concerned, but
2: Falcon, to be fair, our profile picture is like two years old too. But it is so well known that it's hard to like get rid of it. Yep. So yeah. I do try to keep it at least a year. Like a year is the oldest I try other than our profile one. But even that, like, I feel bad about that, but I love our profile one that it like hurts to like get rid of it. I don't (laughs) That one's not
3: going anywhere. I I, I would protest. On top of that, they talked about descriptions and some people having no description Mm -hmm. and definitely on the, the more global sites that are out there. You see them, even if they have a decent profile picture, there's no description. So you have no idea what they're into. You have no idea what they want or what they've done what you'd be getting into. That's a real turnoff.
1: Again, something we're guilty of. Now our SLS page kind of gets in depth of things that we're open to. Again, but that hasn't been updated since the day we put up the profile. And then our club page, I opted out of putting anything because in my opinion, what we're willing to do is more dependent on the couple, not just a flat out, hey, this is what we do. And here we are guilty with a <laughs> novel. <laughs> But that's the thing. Everybody has a different thing. There are some couples that this is specifically what we're looking for. And if that's not you, then we're going to move on. And there are some couples that are like, well, I'm not going to pigeonhole myself into this because... I'm not going to say, "Oh yeah, we're full swap," and then we're hanging out with a couple and it's like, "Well, we can hang out and like kiss a little, but I I don't know if we're going to get to full swap." So, and then, "Well, what do you mean? We're not going to full swap? Your profile said you're full swap. That's why we're here. We're full swap." Yeah. So.
0: But it probably also depends a little bit on the site you're talking about. With our club site, it's more people we're likely going to meet in person or see in person and be able to have conversations versus like broader reaching site like SLS where we maybe need to be more specific about who we're trying to meet. I agree.
2: So the movie also talked about the negatives, people whose profile immediately starts with, we don't do this. We don't do this. We don't do this. Like we don't kiss. No single people yep. must be bisexual. Like those hard and fast rules being a turn off as well. And they said like, you get that like automatic. No, like we're not even going to entertain you as a playmate. Yeah. We're the same way with that.
3: And he did even comment that no kissing was a big turnoff to me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. That we've even had conversations in front of the microphone before about well it. established here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You have to.
0: When they're discussing who they're going to invite to these parties, I feel they did a very good or more thorough in-depth, like she went to say that in some profiles it says, we'll do this, we'll do that, and then they get a little further back into it, and then they're like, oh, no, and then they cut it off. They worked really hard on finding the right people to go to these parties so you didn't have a situation where you had this person has these rules and this person has these rules and now nobody can intermix because there's too many crossing rules and things that aren't working i felt they did a really good job of weeding through which couples would work together
2: but okay my question though is at what cost so they had a party of around eight ish people we'll say yeah right how many minutes of planning was it and I guess. Gee, in real life, how long does it take? How many minutes or hours of your week for one party to plan it?
1: If I don't start the week before or at worst case scenario, Monday, there is a mad dash on Friday. Just, okay, throw something out to everybody and let's see what sticks. Oh so it it takes some serious time trying to figure out who can be there, who should be there. It's a challenge. And one of the things that they bring up is who's going to show and who's not going to show. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and was an you start calling out to other couples like, hey, do you know these people? Are they actually going to show up? And it's it's a real thing because when we were doing these pre-parties every other week, I would make a reservation for eight people and I'd invite 16 knowing full well that we're still going to probably only have six at this table because people, oh, here's these last second reasons why we can't make it. And life happens. And there are sometimes that other couples are like, I'm not going to say no because I don't want to run into this couple at the club and have them been told no. So they'll say, Oh yeah, yeah, we can be there. We can be there. And then, Oh, sorry, something came up and it happens. But the fact that they brought up, Oh, what about these? Are they, are they going to show? And that they're thinking they've, they've experienced the planning a party and then people not showing up and trying to make sure that you have enough people invited to the party to still have a good party when those people don't show up.
0: And they even touched on singles too, which was kind of fun. Where yeah,
1: she was, was like was well if this one shows,
0: bit. then we don't have to invite the other one. <laughs> it was kind of cute.
1: They were also worried about telling some of the couples that singles were invited because for fear that the couples wouldn't show. wouldn't show. Right. But they were also trying to amass enough single females so as it offset with the single males so that it didn't seem out of whack. But if you tell a couple, oh yeah, there'll be some single males there, they're immediately going, like, Oh, never mind, we don't we're not interested in that. Right. But if they just see, okay, we get here and there's an even number of people, all right, we're good. Then as they were getting closer and closer to the party, they started calling everybody and confirming. And again, I've been there so many times. It's incredible how similar it is no matter where where you are. The whole party planning process is identical to what we go through here. It was very amusing to watch how much this film really emulates the lifestyle. So, it finally comes time to get ready for the party.
2: This is one of my favorite scenes they just took so long to plan the, their outfits and that reminded me we don't necessarily plan parties but we go through the outfit planning process and it felt like home <laughs> like yeah, really I, saying,
3: I, I looked at you out of the corner of my eye echo and I was like oh my god they looked into our house
2: <laughs> all right I have these 14 skirt options I'm going to now try them all on and you need to tell me your thoughts of them and <laughs> we will do a bracket like
1: <laughs> elimination yeah elimination Did you notice how long they spent on her outfit? Yeah, and
3: he was like, gray. (laughs) And (laughs) And then they get to him.
0: I'm going to wear gray, right? Gray. (laughs)
3: That was it.
2: (laughs)
1: She's like, okay, well, how about this too? All right. And done. (laughs) Uh,
2: No, see, but that's the thing. I, yes, they spent a lot of time on hers. She's the ornament. Like it is what it is. I was actually amazed by how long they were spending on him and his accessories and what G string is he going to wear (laughs) this one or this one go for this one. It matches me. All right. Like I just, it was very like even that piece of things. Yeah. Yeah. There is a bit.
3: I thought that really portrayed that so well, because when we go to the club, I really enjoy seeing the outfits and there's time put into it. And that really is just something that's really key in the lifestyle for me.
0: I also think that's a big reason why a lot of women enjoy the lifestyle because they can wear those things. And you always look great now. I'm going to
2: tell you. (laughs) How long does it take you to get ready? Like not when you're rushing, like when you actually have time to do like the goddess.
0: The showering and the getting ready part is only about an hour, but the actual picking out of the outfit part is... (laughs)
2: Typically another hour.
1: I, I beg, not,
0: he does beg for the it's days. It's so bad. Up. Can
1: you just pick an outfit? Just narrow it I, down to two or three. Just pick something. now. Na- just. Can we please, <laughs> for the love of God, just pick an outfit now? But we're, no, we're going to be late if you wait until. Please. I I'm know like, no, you. I'll say,
0: figure it out. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I know you say off. Try
2: 10 on before we leave. She was naked so much during these scenes. And I'm like, touch her, slap her ass, do something that's like flirty. The only time they fucking flirted with each other was when they were at their business, which is the time you should not be flirting because you are working, (laughs) (laughs) you know?
1: But there comes the time where they're working together. This couple was together 24-7. Yeah. Right. And they flirted all day and they enjoyed each other's company all day. It seemed like, okay, Now, playtime is where we get to experience other things and then come back to flirting again the next day.
2: That's actually a really cool way of looking at it. But I wish I would have seen more um, flirting or just touching Mm -hmm. while they're getting ready because I don't, that's something that I very much like. So I was hoping to see that, but I guess I'm projecting.
0: But I, (laughs) I agree though. I felt the balance between, or at least what they were showing, and maybe this is Goes to your assumption that this was maybe filmed over a short period of time. So they were trying to get in all the sexy things. But I felt there was no showing of the balance between their vanilla life and their swinging life. Like I felt it was very much focused on, yeah, we're doing this vanilla thing, we're running our store, but now we're also talking about swinging as well. Like there was no really, like, we live this normal vanilla lifestyle, we do normal things.
1: The way it was filmed, they did not give an actual timeline. Right. It, it seemed like the lifestyle was their life and occasionally they would sprinkle and work. Yeah.
2: But even while they're
1: working, <laughs> the profiles are up. There's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're put. It,
2: yeah. I didn't like that. I like the delineation when you're going from vanilla and you're slowly transitioning to echo, right? Like right. I, that, there's something that's part of probably why it takes three and a half hours because it's a fun <laughs> process to like change into that vibe, you know? So they finally
1: get ready. Yep. <laughs> She begins calling some people again under the guise of, hey, what are you bringing? But in reality, that's a, hey, you're still coming, but I'm going to call and say, hey, I'm bringing this. What are you bringing? Because there's that moment where, okay, you've committed to bring something. Now I know you're going to be there because you're not going to let this happen without that stuff being there.
2: I did not catch that at all. I was like, oh, this is what they're bringing to a swingers party. What? Prosecco. That's a great idea. We should consider that Falcon. Like that's (laughs) like in my head, like what I was reflecting on was, oh, they drink alcohol too. She's also bringing peanuts. That's That's interesting. I was was thinking (laughs) the same thing. I'm like,
0: chips, peanuts, and Prosecco. Mm." And pastries.
1: (laughs) They had
2: pastries as well. Oh, and pastries. pastries. A kilo, a kilo of pastry, right?
1: A kilo of pizza. Kilo of pizza. (laughs) Delicious. Mm.
0: I'll have to try that combo. But
1: I love the fact that she, hey, we just finished getting ready. You guys are getting ready now, right? Great. Here's what we're bringing.
0: Oh, that's so
2: sneaky.
1: I was about to say, that's why G's
3: our planner, because
0: yeah. I've I like, never yeah, seen that, and he caught that. He's like, oh, that's a trick I need to trust. Yeah.
1: <laughs> then they get to the party. Again, there's no real timeline. They probably don't want to spend an hour or two hours just showing the idle chit-chat, because in this situation, it goes from small talk, small talk, small talk. <laughs> wow, everybody's touching each other, and oh, now they're all they're fucking. <laughs> As far as the fucking in this movie goes, I am amazed what they can show. And I don't know what the rating of this movie is. They didn't actually show penetration, but y- you knew it was penetrating.
2: Ugh. I was blushing a little bit like, watching <laughs> yeah. it. I was There There was a couple like leg squeezes to Falcon. Like, whoa, this is <laughs> yeah. ooh, feeling a little, a little toasty.
3: That was something that I think that the movie missed a little bit is it's not. And and that's a perception that a lot of people have when they're not in the lifestyle in their <laughs> starting to dabble in is you're not gonna walk into the club immediately take off your dress and have sex it's there's a lead-up we have conversations we talk about our home life talk about the dogs whatever <laughs> yeah and then as the night progresses then we get into playtime
2: oh my gosh that first sex scene is what everyone who sits on your couch in the sex apartment and you ask so what do you think when you go to- Love, the <laughs> you do my voice. yeah. The first thought. What do you think? And everyone's like, everyone's having sex everywhere. It's you know Sodom and Gomorrah. And I thought, oh my gosh, this scene is that that thought that this is what you walk into.
1: And I looked at it as okay, they can't just show a half hour of people small small talking and then okay now we can kind of slowly progress and then there's the one guy who's pushing it along and it gives a bit of a false sense but i like the fact that they had to build up to it in the planning process and the hey they clearly know each other because she's calling them all oh you're getting ready great good can't we can't wait to see you again and all that it wasn't a anonymous moment it was they clearly knew all these other couples with the exception of the one new couple that they invited which i think was there but they didn't really clarify who was there who wasn't they had a relationship with everybody and it wasn't just uh here's this random stranger i'm gonna go do something
2: subtitles
1: (laughs) 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 it during the the first big play scene was when i started questioning okay how good are these translations because the one that stuck out to me the most (laughs) was oh god like this like this like this (laughs) like this and I'm like, w- wait, like this? Who's who says like this? <laughs> I'm like,
2: Gee, what are you talking about? We did that the other night. <laughs> that was literally all we yes, said right. to each other.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I think they mean like that, but maybe that's not translating well. Are they just using Google Translate? And it's just because, oh, do, oh, do that like that. Yes, like that. But they're like, like this, like this. Like and it this. <laughs> What was your feel on the actual sex taking place? during the party and the the touching the kissing Mm. the everything leading up
2: so that was the scene where you had two girls next to each other doggy style was happening right you Mm -hmm, had two guys standing up and two girls and they were next to each other it was nice but it didn't necessarily like get me there but i do remember afterwards that was the first real scene that we had like it cut immediately to them back at work. And I like leaned over to Falcon was like, I feel like I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. That was a lot to take on in a little bit of time.
1: There was a lot of sex, not just in that scene, but through this entire movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. And I liked it, but I'm more, more of a sucker of like a some vibe. And like, they were so close to each other, but there was no connecting of the couples, they you know?
1: very... I agree. Dagger. Coupled off. Yes. yes. It
2: was like yeah. urinals, you know, like the, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just, for what the party was and everyone being friends, it uh, did not feel as friendly as I would have, what I like and what I would have expected.
1: But that's what we've seen. We've seen that at the club where couples couple off. The more some puppy pile is not the standard. It is more of the.
2: Exception. I know.
1: And, but that's what I love about our play is that we have really pushed the puppy pile and the number of people I hear that fantasize about the puppy pile and wanting to be part of a puppy pile is <laughs> something I always go, Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up hot sex, hot sex, immediate transition back to the store. Yeah, They're on the phone with a couple who is complaining about another couple that they were asking about. They show up, the guy starts playing, but the wife says, Oh no, no, I don't play. I just watch. The guy says in a big group scene, whatever, that's fine. But when you're just going out with a couple, you need to let them know that before you get there.
0: And then he ends with, but she's pretty though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did catch that. And it was almost like,
1: so maybe she will play one day. So we'll give it a go until she does. But I think it's just important to make that clear. Yeah. Ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. And not just roll in like, all right, let's go. All right, go ahead guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Then they pushed how normal this is for them and how unaffected they are because they kind of showed off her back tattoo frequently, which is the two male symbols intertwined with the two female symbols. Then showed an older lady at the counter talking, hand over to the computer where there's a picture of her profile up. And then she started talking to the third grade boy who happened to also be in the store. Yes. Yes. And it's, they're not hiding it. This is their normal life. And now while the third grade boy could not see the computer screen, it was still up in their store and it was just something they actively do while this is happening.
2: It was interesting to me that it was just a part of their everyday life that even when they were at work, it was a constant.
1: And that's where I feel they didn't actually step back. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think it was all filmed within a short period of time. And they were like, fuck, we need to create enough situations while this camera crew was here and this director's here filming our life that we can have enough new people it's just different people all the time so hey let's reach out to this couple hey how about this and they didn't say hey we're filming
0: i was a little disappointed that they showed that scene with their profile up and she legitimately says well great did you just graduate i was like oh i felt it made them look really trashy yeah and i was like I think most swingers who are looking at profiles are pretty discreet. They're not doing it openly in work. And I understand he could not see the screen and they were just kind of trying to show this double life. Yeah, this kind of double life that they're doing. But it just really rubbed me the wrong way. It really did. (laughs) I did not like that one. I agree
3: with Vanessa. I I was a little disappointed with that That, too. That was a little.
0: I mean, if it was like even an adult on the other side, I would have been more accepting. But because it was a kid, I don't know.
3: Well, that, that's the thing, right? Is That's the scary monster perception yep. that we yeah. don't want to give. That we
0: don't want to We don't yeah. give. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And then they cut to them getting ready again. She's walking around the house naked. She puts on her sheer dress. He's walking around in leather pants. I found it very humorous as they were getting ready. They were pulling out their sex toys. <laughs> and they were all dead. <laughs> it
0: was
2: like and this they couldn't is- figure
1: out which charger's which.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> this one's almost...
0: And she's like, this one has some power in it, but we don't use that one too often, so (laughs) that's why.
1: I just, I think of our boxes, yep, yep, no idea which cord goes to what. (laughs) And then they wait, and they wait, and they wait. And I believe at one point, I I think it was her, that ended up outside kicking a soccer ball against the wall, still in this sheer dress and panties, waiting until a unicorn shows up. (laughs) And this unicorn comes in and gives excuse after excuse after excuse of why she's late. And you could tell by their reaction that they're not buying it. And it was clear that she wavered back and forth. Am I going to show up? Am I not going to show up? I don't know what I should do here.
2: Can I tell you, this section of the movie was my favorite. It like this, the, the threesome threesome scenes were my favorite. I, I don't the the cinematography, music, like all, all of it, just how it all worked. It was so erotic and. It didn't have that crazy stark like light, you know, it was able just to stay like dark and steamy the whole time. And I fucking loved it. I found it very interesting though, that the threesome with the unicorn felt very, they're going through the motions and maybe it was because she had come late and there it really was wasn't a connection. Forced. yeah. She
1: walked in and they tried to push her towards taking a shower. Yeah. He was trying to undress her and she was pushing him off of her. Yeah. And
2: her feet looked very uncomfortable in the shoes that she oh, was
1: wearing. She, which she never took off.
2: Yes. And like, even like when her leg went out and like how they were touching, while it was still a beautiful scene and it really did, like, I really, it captivated me. It still felt very forced. Leading up to it,
1: he started touching her legs and she, oh, you have bad intentions. And it was, you, you could tell she was very uncomfortable about the camera and i think she had body conscious issues mm-hmm. which is why her dress never once came off oh, right. that's why she didn't get in that shower no matter how hot and sweaty she was from trying to rush there and whatever <laughs> issues she dealt with getting there and she's like nope i'm good i am let's just sit on the couch and i am keeping this on and this is we'll go like this and i don't know if i'm ready yet but they nope the camera's here let's go and he seemed very very pushy to me in that scene.
2: See, I didn't see that. No, like I was focusing on just the two of them as a couple and thinking of the unicorn as a as a toy. And I guess I didn't even pay attention to that, but just it was still such a beautiful scene to me. It just didn't... When
1: they finally got into it, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. The girls did things together. Mm-hmm. He let the girls do things together. And then he entered into the equation. Yeah. It's almost as though he picked up on the, okay, she's not comfortable with me right now. I need to take a step back. Yeah. Let them do their thing. And then he jumped in.
0: Yeah. But I'm also wondering... If a little of that uncomfort might have been poor translation of what she was saying. Because I think what you're saying when when she said you have bad intentions, I felt like that was more of a That's like something joking. we'd say to a Falcon,
2: yeah. right? Like, like he's oh coming. he's yeah, he's got
0: something on his mind, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And like that's kind of the how body I language took to me it. was.
1: Total discomfort. Oh,
0: no. I don't know. I felt that near the shower. I mean, she was pushing him that, off
1: as he was touching her but legs. But she, she said something about off. being
0: uncomfortable, and I don't know if it was because she was the outfit she was wearing, if that's what she was referring to, or if she was actually referring to not being comfortable in general. Again, I feel like the translation may have lost something, and we may not have picked up on I mean, I agree. There was portions I felt she was uncomfortable, but then also I feel like when she was sitting on that couch, that may have been kind of a joking situation. I'm so not I'm sure. Sasha, sure.
2: she didn't know how to close, right? Right, like, I don't right. Know she my hands, yeah, <laughs> type of thing. Exactly.
1: This podcast may feel like we're jumping all over the place, but. <laughs> this movie did just that.
0: (laughs) And one of
1: the biggest unexplained jumps in this movie was suddenly they show the door, the main character opens the door to another guy, and this guy walks in, and the two of them walk up to the bed where the main character female is laying on the bed, blindfolded.
2: Blindfolded!
1: But they were literally just fucking the unicorn, and then all of a sudden, open the door, single male.
0: (laughs) And she's blindfolded. Wife
1: is now blindfolded. Unicorn nowhere to be found. Oh my gosh. Okay, how don't did show how did we get here? <laughs> what was going on?
2: But okay, I loved this scene yes, so hot. much. Can I tell you my favorite, favorite, favorite part? Yes, was the beginning with Mister Single Man lightly touching her, and then her husband started touching her, and all it was was just touches, mm-hmm. and her like breath catching. Yes, was so hot. I agree. Oh my gosh, it is is the best.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think this is probably on my fantasy list of, of things. And what I enjoyed about the scene was exactly like you're saying, she is just in pleasure at every single touch, every single motion. I mean, he like lifted her leg and she's like, oh, and so great, great. I felt every moment of it But I was even more. I enjoyed it even more after I found out that she didn't know specifically who it was. Yes.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. That was
0: the thing
3: that got
2: me. Yes. Yeah. The fact that she put so much trust in her husband to pick a playmate that she knew that he knew that That he knew she liked. Yes. yes, That is so fucking hot. (laughs) Falcon, we need to add that to the five thousand.
3: <laughs> it was already on there. Yes, yes, that was. It just
2: moved up a couple. Like, I, I guess that's the thing. We like when we've had like snippets of threesomes, like bo- both sides of it. Yeah, they've always been within bigger realms, so it's just been like a little chapter of like an actual play session, opposed to just it being a threesome. Okay. So in my head, like when I think like a threesome, like it's two males and me, I've never thought that that flavor could be what the threesome looks like. And I'm like, that's fucking amazing. And then the thought of like, like, I I don't know. It's like, it takes the idea of like, what, what could a threesome with my husband look like in a completely different realm, like both ways, like with, with us, with another female or with another male. Like, I'm so excited to like, Fantasize more about that. Yeah, <laughs> I that, that was love one that went on the list, and I think that's part of why. Gee, I liked the this like section so much was like his threesome versus her threesome, like of him being the hero versus like it being about him or being about her. Was when I think threesome, it tip like in my head, it's always like we always do this for the male, we always do this for the male. We need mm-hmm. a unicorn because like we only bring you know. Sorry, she only plays with me, but I play with others. <laughs> so for this, it was very much like no, no we're inviting people into our bed and sometimes we'll invite someone and it's for you. And sometimes we'll invite someone and it's for me, but no matter what, it's for us. And to me, that was really cool. Yeah.
3: And that's where I think the, you know, we're, we're talking a little bit about the movie and I think there was pieces of the movie that was maybe lost in the, in the shooting because it was a week or whatever it was. But I do think that that was the message. And that was a really beautiful message of, you know, again, it's not you're bringing people in and you're giving of each other and you're doing things to please your partner. And it's not just about, oh, I, you know, me, 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 me. Right. It's more how can I share my partners and my energy and bring a third in to make it that much more explosive. Yeah. So I, I thought the message here was cool.
2: I just got tingles when you said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: speaking of the way this movie was shot again because i think they did it in a short period of time it was okay let's film us fucking a unicorn okay let's film us fucking a single guy because then all of a sudden the unicorn was back in and main character guy (laughs) is fucking the unicorn and the single guy is fucking better it was very clear that these two scenes happened while she she sat there off to the side waiting for this to play out
2: because she had the same dress on
1: Yeah. Uh, And it was, it was, and she did too. She was wearing the, uh, everybody was still in the outfits that this was a definite continuation.
0: All in the same evening. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it was like, okay, we're going to film each one of these three things. It was by far, I still think the hottest scene in the movie.
0: And I even love how it ended because this is my favorite part of all sexual interest. <laughs> is the fun discussion like the naked discussions afterwards? Because mm-hmm. you just—I'm never in a rush to put my clothes back on. I'm comfortable at that point, so they show in the movie. They're eating chips
2: and they're like yeah sitting at a table, right? Yeah,
0: they're completely naked and they're eating chips and they're talking about. Well, they go into conversation about all the single women.
1: This is when the voiceover starts and they start asking why they love swinging and why other people. People love swinging and how the connections between couples that you play with are more than just walking in, fucking and walking away Yeah, and that you build relationships, you build trust and how much they love that part of the lifestyle.
0: They say that people are amazing and that they're normal.
1: Basically in every walk of life.
0: Yeah.
2: Average. I want to say they use the word average.
0: Average. They really could have done several more interviews in between and really kind of stopped and Gotten more in depth with what the couple was kind of feeling and thinking in these different moments that they had filmed. They kind of just cut to the same interview, which appears to have taken place after the fact. Months later, months, months later. I really felt like there was so many opportunities for them to sit down and talk to the couple and get more in depth on their feelings and thoughts about things.
1: Uh, While I completely feel this is a fantastic look into the lifestyle and incredibly realistic of the planning of parties, the interactions with people, the thought of your partner, the thought of other people's partners. I don't think they had a fucking clue in the world where they were going with this movie. And and more. there's lots
0: of missed opportunities to explain a lot of things where maybe they were just looking to make like a softcore porn and they found all of those opportunities. <laughs> they should uh, have <laughs> put
2: a swinger on as a producer. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, the pro- or the producer should have been able to... Talk with or have he, they more just, insight. I don't
1: think he knew what the fuck to do with this footage. And it was okay, well, I just shot some softcore porn. Yep. And I think that Hermes loved the idea of hey, I want to show off my wife. I want to show how, how. I think he had a friend who had a camera. And it was like, all right, let's film this because I think that this, this could be a great movie. And he didn't have a fucking clue in the world what to do with this footage. And he sat on it. And we'll get to that later mm-hmm. as to why. <laughs> After that scene ended, they cut back to them in the shop. But this time there was no talk of swinging. It was the first time that we got to see them as a couple running around, joking with each other. Just laughing, The urine bags, <laughs> right? Yeah. The bags, right. They were picking stole. on each other. They were just pretending to throw things at each other and just having fun. No reference to swinging. They just showed a happy, loving couple okay. just having fun.
2: How the film was done. The day before, they had super awesome threesome sex, right? And like group sex. And so they were riding that high of having this great, like they woke up much like we do. What the fuck did we just get into last (laughs) night? That was amazing. I love you more now than I did yesterday, riding that high together. That's how I saw it.
0: I agree. I think that was very much a, we bonded over this experience last night and now we're enjoying our life the next day.
1: But then they immediately transitioned to them out in the real world with their vertical friends. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: the
2: I love this vertical. terminology Best so much. <laughs>
0: Best and in, in, line.
1: <laughs> instead of lifestyle friends or swingers, the vertical friends Versus horizontal friends.
2: I do have to tell all of your listeners that when we all read that, (laughs) that that closed caption, we all laughed out loud. (laughs) There weren't a lot of people in the theater. Simultaneous (laughs) laughter. Yeah. All four of us laughed out loud.
0: (laughs) I feel that was the best line.
1: It was a fantastic line, but the way they portrayed them at that moment during those scenes When they were with their vertical friends, they were unbelievably bored, completely in They they were bowling and they gave each other a kiss there and they are like, oh, we love each other so much in that moment. And then they transition over to the video games and they are the furthest apart they are the entire movie. They're off doing their own thing and just look sad and bored and not having any fun
2: whatsoever. Their kiss was also not very intimate. It was a quick peck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're Italian. So like they give more to that to their grocer right? Like, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I think they nailed it perfectly where they said we can't be ourselves around vertical friends and we have to always edit what we're saying, edit what we're thinking about. We're always worried, oh shit, did we offend them if we let something slip? And that, you know what, we have a lot more fun with our horizontal friends and our horizontal friends are now outnumbering our vertical friends and we're spending a lot more time with these horizontal friends. And I think that very much mirrors us, whereas I don't think we have many, if any outside of work, vertical friends. It mirrors
0: you very well. I have, I feel sometimes a split personality in that sense where there are, I mean, it's few, but there are two or three vertical friends that I very much enjoy hanging out with that I get the same satisfaction of hanging out with that I would with horizontal friends. But I know that you live a life where you have to be very professional and that really splits your personality because your natural personality is to be very fun, edgy.
1: Not professional. (laughs)
0: <laughs> not professional your jokes push some limits but that's who you are and you enjoy being that person and unfortunately you cannot be that person in a lot of your vanilla life so you find yourself finding your horizontal friends more fun because you can be who you are
1: and with limited free time i would choose to spend time even vanillaly <laughs> with horizontal friends then have to edit myself and spend the night wondering okay did i offend somebody what can i not say okay don't tell these stories okay just sit quietly because you know you're going to ruin this if you start telling actual stories that are in your head or if somebody makes a comment that could be taken slightly sexual and you light up getting ready to jump in (laughs) with some kind of weird comment just it makes me not want to do those things
2: Falcon and I have more vanilla friends than we do lifestyle friends however we push the limit and tend to be the most inappropriate people within our vanilla friends to the point where there is the constant roll eye of oh yes you too and your <laughs> thoughts and your PDA and your whatever because we are who we are and I, I truly think that if it were to ever come out like who Echo and Falcon are there would be a oh, I'm not surprised all the way like you know what I mean
1: Yeah, many. there would be so so many questions and there'd be one or two that would be like, I can't be near." Oh, me. absolutely. Absolutely. But then there would be a pile on of questions, but there would also be the wait, how come you haven't tried that with me? Now I'm offended. Now we can't be friends. Well, because- and-
2: Part of this is why we don't share those things. However, we kind of have an IDGAF attitude with hiding our personality, the PDA, the the humor, the sex humor, and things like that. Every time you go to a, a wedding, you end it <laughs> by going to someone vanilla. Maybe it's someone's grandma. Maybe it's your vanilla friends. And you say, "Um, excuse me, we are headed to an orgy. And where we're going is the fucking club. So to an orgy. Yes. So, and he does it and he walks out and then they look at me and I have to pick up the pieces and
3: you shrug, a shrug,
2: and shrug, and yep, see you later. So I do think though that perceptions, reality though, and they were bored, but I don't think they're being themselves. And the fact that they were so worried about like their humor offending, well, you need to get different friends at that point. Yeah. Like
1: you know, but that comes into where the fuck am I finding friends at my age? I, I yeah. don't hang out at a bar. It's the people that I work with. Yeah, and I can't be me with the people that I work yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, I would never. That's definitely. And true. And outside of that, I don't have a place where I go find friends because the rest of the time we. Spend at the club or with horizontal friends. <laughs> they finish their boring vertical life, yes, and suddenly they're in a massage parlor with another couple <laughs> oh. and a massage guy.
2: <laughs> I like what is what, life what is, is this? Like, happening. Yes.
1: And I think they've never actually done this before, and that this was something the director found and said, "Hey, give this a try." I have a coupon. Let's do this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like he had a coupon for for erotic massage
0: <laughs> <It> and.
1: <was. laughs> There was a couple in the waiting room and they said, come on in, let's go. After the experience, sat down with them and discussed it. The way they handled this scene was the way I wish they handled every scene where they sat there and they talked to the couple and discussed how did that feel? What what was going through your head during this? Which is why I think this was the only thing that was actually set up by the director, because this was the only thing that he could comprehend in this world that he had never been into.
0: Hermes' responses were very polite, but I got the sense that he did not like it. he was very much denying the fact that there was some discomfort there that he had yeah no i I think she enjoyed it a lot because she talked all about synergy and just being there in the moment and he just seemed to kind of agree along with her but i've got the sense that he was not
2: comfortable
1: and then suddenly she's walking in the rain
2: (laughs) oh my gosh This felt like a scene from Eyes Wide Shut. And
1: to me, it looked like they were going dogging, which is you, the female walks out into a park area and guys will come up and either stick their cock in the window and she gives them a blowjob through the window or they have sex off in the park somewhere. And it's just a place where single guys go knowing that, hey, girls show up here to have sex. This night that they happened to be filming, it was raining. So nobody was in the fucking park except for these two other couples that jumped out of the car.
2: And they all and, just started making out immediately. And I thought to myself, how do they close? Like, they just- <laughs> yeah. And that and
1: that's, this scene was definitely, and I'll fast forward a little because in the following scene, they're talking about it. And she says, this was weird. There was just one other female there and then another couple where the guy couldn't get hard. So it was literally just the three girls and Hermes. Mr. They did Sophie. what they could. What was weird was when they were there a few months ago, there were oh, she said thousands of singles and they commented of how they used her thoroughly and how sore she was and it was again okay we only have a week to film this i know it's raining but let's go out there anyway and see what happens so this this scene i think is a throwaway scene in the movie but i think they liked the fact that the girls were dancing in the rain and, and that's they, what had, I, yeah. they had some things yeah, they could show it, there yeah And this wasn't actually what it was supposed to be. And this doesn't exist. It does exist, but the three girls dancing in the rain alone doesn't exist. It's typically a whole bunch of single guys out there waiting to fuck the girls that are coming to the park to get fucked randomly.
0: I thought it was amusing how fast they all walked up, though. As it was like, she walked out there and then all of a sudden there's like a, it was, well, it's hard to see with all the rainy windshield and all that, but like, there's a guy coming from one direction. There's like two guys coming from the other direction. It was like,
1: actually, it was one guy the and couples, then three girls and the, the girls, girls just swarmed her. And I was like, whoa. whoa. That, <laughs> was,
2: <laughs> that, was, that was another Comfort. triple, a triple kiss happened at that moment. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. That that was a gratuitous scene. It, it turned into that, that that was supposed to be something that trying to play off the rain and everything yeah. else. And-
2: it was kind of hot, though, when the, the kissing scene and they started like coupling off, and there was lifting of the the dresses, yep. and you could ex- expose their asses, and how like just how beautiful that was. Mm-hmm. That and like the touching was happening before they started randomly going off and acting like teenagers, and like <laughs> weirdly. What that scene dancing. should
1: have been, though, yeah, should have been dozens of single males coming out and interacting with these three girls. Oh, but because it was raining. Those guys weren't there because typically the girls aren't going to show up to get fucked in the rain. But because they needed to film tonight, this became three girls playing in the rain and touching each other a little bit. And then, okay, it's raining. Let's get back in our fucking cars and do a little here in the car. And then, okay, goodbye. There, there,
0: there are three guys
1: yeah, when the was, girls
0: were in yeah. the circle, the girls were like in the circle kissing, and then the guys were behind them lifting their skirts. Yeah, like like saying, I was pretty
1: sure there were only two guys, but it's like I could they're,
0: be wrong. their husbands I, or whatever. Yeah, and then when she refers to them at the restaurant, she goes, "The two husbands. One husband didn't work, and the other husband didn't work, okay. meaning couldn't get hard." Well, so, but that's there was because only one that those worked. couples
1: go there for the girl to get fucked. The husbands aren't there to aren't play, there to,
0: right? They are
1: there to watch the girl getting fucked, and that's why this scene, while it work visually and it was hot to watch. Yeah. It wasn't what that was for them. Right. And they briefly mention it in the next scene, which is the weirdest fucking scene in the whole movie for me, <laughs> where they are in a restaurant with three other couples. <laughs> oh my gosh, the and they're they you can they don't show the other tables, but you can definitely hear there You're, are other tables in this restaurant. There's
2: clanging going around. Yes. yes
1: and they are talking as loud as can be about swinging mm-hmm. and are very open about it and they kind of show people touching under the table and kind of pan in on her getting fingered under the table as she's sitting between two guys and then Hermes is sitting between their two wives on the other side of the table and they're openly talking and then the next thing you know the restaurant is silent and they're standing up and they're pulling down their tops they're making out they're fingering and then they begin to give three blowjobs in this I have restaurant a nice
0: white linen um, yeah, Hermes was sitting <laughs> on the linen he was like
1: sitting on the table yeah. and i'm like,
2: like i think you chortled during that didn't you like i, I you know.
1: was like what how, yeah. how do we what restaurant allows this <laughs> he's Who's
2: like i need to this find restaurant? this
3: restaurant <laughs>
0: i kept thinking where do i get a reservation <laughs> and how long do we need to make it for me
1: <laughs> but this is where these final three scenes technically are staged yeah it was okay You go ahead and set up your parties. And they had the first party where it was at the sex club. Then they set up a party with their friends at somebody's house. And they had that. And then they had the two single encounters and then the foursome encounter that that turned into. And then the director's like, all right. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with this. So here I'm creating three different events as well. They just didn't know what the fuck to do. And they just created random scenes that don't actually fucking happen.
2: I think the thing that frustrated me is this film was supposed to like unveil this swinging lifestyle. They never, like you keep saying like it was, it was filmed in a week and it was quickly done, but this is not how life works, but that was never said in the film. So I'm watching this. I'm a swinger and i I'm exhausted watching this going, I could not have this rock star lifestyle where all I do is I work, think about swinging or swing and then get up the next day and do it all over again. Like that without any reset at all. That's a lot. That's a lot of swing. And that's not how it works. That's not real life. Maybe those things would happen over a period of a longer extended time, Mm -hmm. not a week. Right.
1: This goes back to what you said. The director should have been somebody who was in a lifestyle. That knew what the fuck they were getting into. Yeah. And I think he had a buddy who said, hey, I hear you're director. I've got an idea for a movie for you. And the director said, I'd love to film your wife naked getting fucked by people. Let's do this. And then had no fucking clue in the world what to do with this week of footage that he shot.
3: Mm Mm-hmm what really disappointed me about this that this is a movie that had a huge potential because you're really unveiling in an open space what swinging was about and i think that the director even took the next step of talk about how we have different things that we do the blindfolding loved that one right we all agreed that yeah we want to do that the massaging actually was although horribly awkward scene <laughs> something that wow, that would be really neat to do, right? And then there was a couple times where, you know, Echo and I kind of whispered like, wow, but they missed the mark because they gave the impression that alls we do day in, day out is think about swinging. It's
2: like a highlight reel instead of the behind the scenes and it was supposed to be a behind the scenes.
3: And it wasn't even really a good highlight
2: reel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where I disagree. I thought they gave a perfect view into the lifestyle with no background and no explanation. Right. Uh, yeah, as, okay. as somebody who's been in the lifestyle a long time, yeah. I totally related with the first hour of this movie. Yeah, I thought they did a great job showing what it's like. While well, they did a shitty job of a timeline and letting you know, hey, this isn't a week. This is a year, two, three, four years yeah. of activities crammed into one, one hour of a movie. Then... When the director didn't know what the fuck to do, it became, well, here, let's do some other sexy things and see if I can come up with some idea of what the fuck to do with this movie. And he tried to interview people, had people talking at the restaurant. Maybe we can talk there. Maybe I can get some stories here. And he just didn't know what the fuck to do until this next part. (laughs) And we're going to pause here (laughs) because I can't believe how long we've been talking about this. But there is so much great information and great insight that all four of us are sharing that I really think this part's going to be its own episode. And then next week, we're going to release the spoiler episode. So everybody that wants to have a chance to go watch Bloom Up, there is a link in the show notes as to how you can download it and watch it from home. There may even be a theater or two out there that's showing it. I suggest you get a chance to do it if you want to see what the lifestyle looks like or if you're just experiencing the lifestyle and want to see how others in different areas experience it. But I encourage everyone to tune in next week because the spoilers that we will be releasing on this episode and the discussion that's going to take place is going to be crazy.
0: Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day
1: Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement.
0: If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience,
1: please call 844 4 Day and leave us a message.
0: Can't wait to hear your sexy story.